Man, like an old hat. <laughs> is, that, is that the is it an old hat? Nope. Yeah, I know that that's mine. <laughs> it's an old. It's like an old hand. Old what shoe? Oh, an old shoe? Like an old shoe? Uh, the, the, you're looking for the cool. Yeah, cool. What is it? It's like a like an old hat. <laughs> it is a hat, right? It's like an old hat. It's this is old hat. Put it back in the winner's line. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> Welcome in to the DNVR Nuggets Podcast, presented by Sports, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR right there whenever you sign up. Uh, I got some squads with me. You can't see them, but D-Line is here. Oh, man. Dude, you got uh, the full <laughs> mileage out of that joke, both pre-game, post-game. Every time you wear it, I'm, putting, I'm making the same joke. Can't see me, what bitch. Is, is that, that's wrestling? We don't know. Over here, I got Superstar Dev. I mean, what a what a what a way! Like a welcome back. That was a good welcome back game. We have been missing the Nuggets for quite some time. Our anticipation was up, and they delivered. Let's go! Welcome I wasn't back. even missing them, to be honest. I needed a break. <laughs> you too needed to be refreshed. I didn't. I'm not. I didn't even know that I got refreshed. I just, I just was tired of being mad at Will Barton. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm just like needed that time off. Well, there was no need to be mad at Will no. Barton and tonight. He, he was—he's really back. I mean, he had a fantastic game, arguably his best game of the season. I mean, he's had some very good games like all around, but tonight he was scoring that thing: 31 points, five rebounds, three assists, 11 of 17 shooting, three of six from three. We'll get all into it, but you guys know we have a brand new segment. Before we get to it, though, I have two things: two you, two house cleaning, two house cleaning. Do you want us? Do you want us to respond to that? Yeah, do, we have a new segment. You know what it is? Yeah, we do. It's the recap. The, the rundown the or run- recap. What are we going <laughs> to call it? We don't even have an official name. Are we branding it right now? Well, can you make a graphic? God damn, if I ask you to make something on the fly, you just All right, I'm on it, dude. I'm on it, dude. What do we um, call it? The rundown two recap? Two pieces of house cleaning. Kale, actually, if you can help me out here, we have got the party bus that is going to be coming up on March 26th. We're already selling tickets. There is a limited amount together. I think it's somewhere around 100. So um, if you are want to sign up, don't delay. Baby. Put it in your calendar. Like, like I said, March 26th. I just feel something special is going to happen, guy. I don't know like how you guys feel. I'm telling you, it's a Saturday. I'm being serious. <laughs> all about that means, all that means, is that if nothing special happens, we'll make something special happen. Could be. I don't take his shirt off. But I'm telling you, I just maybe Murray's back that game. Maybe PJ's back. Like we're all just. I just think it's going to be a giant love fest, is what it's going to be. So you want in on this love fest? (laughs) It's going to be fantastic. (laughs) Sounds like a terrible proposition you're putting out. Uh, So you want to check that out, and then also tomorrow. I know a lot of people watch the Winners Lounge, but maybe don't tune in for every single show. Tomorrow, two thirty, Bones Highland on the DMBA show. You're not going to want to miss it. Bones, he was fantastic. All right. Let's give the quick recap here, guys. To start this game, Aaron Gordon looked fantastic. The first, like, three minutes of this game, Aaron Gordon looked like prime Michael Jordan. Um, And him and Barton both, I mean, Barton continued it for the entire game. But you really did see, I thought, early on that those guys looked spry. They looked looked fresh. Jokic did not take a shot again until the very end of his first stint. He... He did, like, attack and got fouled on the drive, but he didn't take a shot for forever. And you think, oh, my gosh, here comes another one of these games. The Nuggets bench finished the first quarter very strong, had a good run. Denver pulled ahead. One of the stories of tonight is the Nuggets kept pulling ahead, kept letting it go, kept pulling ahead. Second quarter, Sabonis absolutely murdered the Nuggets' bench. No DeMarcus Cousins tonight. Sabonis went to town. He had, like, 14 points in a row or something. The pick and roll was killing the Nuggets. Even when Jokic checked back in the game, Sabonis had it going. He was rolling. Um, but they were also killing Sacramento. It was like a no defense fest there for a while. Both teams were scoring what at will. Se- third quarter, 
little bit of a slug. Nuggets opened up to a big lead. I think it was a 14-point lead. And again, that was when I was like, okay, game's over. They're putting it away. Nuggets immediately trip over themselves. Sabonis goes on another run by himself against Jokic this time. Third quarter, Nuggets pull away again. Then they shot themselves in the foot again. Aaron Gordon inbounded the ball to a Kings player underneath the basket in what was like a 6-0 run in 10 seconds somehow <laughs> so for, for Sacramento. It was so annoying. Denver was Denver beat Sacramento by 24 different times tonight. They really did. And then uh, in the fourth quarter, the bench was actually fantastic. Jermichael Green hits a huge shot. He actually had two big shots, but he hit a huge three that was sort of this like pivotal moment in the game. And then Jokic checks back in a little bit earlier than usual. Eight minutes to go in the game. Usually Jokic comes back around seven-minute mark. He comes back at the eight-minute mark in this game, plays hard for about four minutes, and looked like the MVP. Like Jokic in tonight had a very good game. He was in second gear, and when he put it into sixth gear there for like three minutes, the Nuggets just won the game, and it was like, all right. Um, that's my recap. How'd I do? Oh, wow. I feel like I just I was there. <laughs> I just relived that game. I looked over at you guys constantly, you know, as I look at the camera, I look at the audience, I look back over here. You guys were not paying attention at all. Well, I was trying to figure out why my uh, cord got unplugged from my computer. You're trying to figure it out or you're trying to plug it back in? Well, first off, I was figuring out if it did, in fact, get unplugged. And then it, I think, anyway, great job, Adam. Nobody knows how hard it is to run a show that nobody's paying attention to on the panel. Only, the, only the audience is. I also just... My well, I'm being bothered by him this entire time. <laughs> it's hard for me to focus. Like, he has a lot going on here. Uh, so, Dev, I'll start with you. What's your big takeaway from this game? That it was uh, undoubtedly Will Barton's best game um, of the season. Wow, okay. Like, it wasn't close to me. He's had some um, good games this year. Yeah, he has. he's had some good games, and we go back to the game where Jokic was not playing, and he had his, you know what was before this, the best game of the season. But he did this within the flow of the, of the offense, and he also was the second option, pretty much the first option for the yeah. entire game without actually pressing. You know, like he took 17 shots in this game, and there was a small stint that I felt like he was overshooting. But other than that, like it's a heat check moment at this time. Um, he has a plus 27 in the game, and guys knew to just make it happen around him. It Would wasn't you like, uh, you know, he was like, forcing it out and that's why he is our DraftKings uh king of the game oh, DraftKings nice. sportsbook king of the game yeah 31 points five assists three rebounds like if you could get that from will barton on a night-to-night basis you you really can get like everything from this team and that like just really just separates them and, and puts them in a better situation eric what i like about it is dev called it i mean he's like barton's gonna go off tonight put all your money on it uh he's going to uh <laughs> Isn't that what you said in the pregame, Dev? Yeah, some, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like uh, that. No, uh, 31 points. Isn't this a crazy stat, though, Eric? This is only his ninth 30-point game. Yeah. Like, Barton's a scorer. He is a scorer. Isn't that kind of surprising? He's like a 28 per game, you know, like when he has... That's, it's his, the ninth in his career? In his career. That actually it's, is really surprising. It's just... Uh, it, I think it says more to the fact that, like, uh, he hasn't gotten a lot... Like, he's been a starter, but, like... He's not yeah. been a starter his whole career, first off. Right, he was true. the people's champ. He had to rise up yeah. from the ground, rise up, and then uh, he was a first option for like a little bit on the Nuggets. But more often than not, he's been injured. He's been on the bench. He's been There's just been a lot of inconsistency in Will Barton's career. Uh, it, I mean, I love when, when Will has a good night. Yeah. It just is, first off, oh, you, know that, like, if, you know that like the anti-Will mob is going to at least leave us alone for an evening, which is yeah. always a nice thing. So it is nice. And, you know, if you can get uh, 
scoring from any member of the Nuggets that isn't Nikola Jokic that you don't necessarily uh, expect. It's just always just a, a nice, easy night. And when Mil- when Will goes off, it's great. Um, yeah. So I love seeing it. I mean, I, I, I feel absolutely like he looks refreshed. Like he looks like, uh, like Dev was saying, he was playing in the flow of the offense. He, was, he wasn't being like, trying to do too much ever. I mean, it was, it was a great game by Will. And even when he had it going, like there were times in that fourth where I just thought like he's got 30. He no- Will knows his records. Like he was within striking distance of his career high, which I believe at yeah, 37 points. Like he could have gone for it, and he kind of didn't. Like he kind of just like took the shots as they came to him. And yeah. I was like, hey man, that's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool to see. Although I wouldn't have mind if he gunned it when they were up 20. <laughs> no. Like all right, just take a couple. Just threes. gun it, dude. Just take a couple threes. <laughs> just see what happens. You know, you earned it. Yeah. The, the thing about Will Barton is like really, every single time that he gets rest, he comes back like that's rejuvenated. True. So true, like man. a lot of his uh, season has to be about like if he's healthy. And that's been like the career. story. Yeah, I was about to say that's the story of Will Barton throughout his entire career. Because these type of games, like it's not a coincidence that he comes off of a, a break and he he comes back and he has the best game of his career. Like then he, not a career, but uh, of the season. Right. Then he has those, those moments where you know, like he'll go on a, a bad stretch. Maybe he gets hurt. He takes some time off. He comes back. He plays well. It happens every single time that he gets rest, and it just goes to show maybe they don't need to press him too much where he's playing all of these minutes. Like, Will Barton healthy is the best Will Barton. I mean, it makes sense, but he just needs it a little bit different than other players. I know. They just don't have any other options. Right. right. Everybody that would take his spot uh, from a scoring standpoint is hurt. There is a a sort of, like, Faku thing going on here where – if Faku is your backup, you know, like chain curveball or whatever, third stringer, like it, it works maybe if you elevate him too much. With Barton, it's the same thing. Like Barton's supposed to be the fourth option or yep. fifth option on offense, and right now he's kind of the second on, on many nights. But um, I am hopeful. One of the things I thought about this year, and Barton has made reference to this, by the way, about how every year he goes hard in the regular season, wears down, and then misses the playoffs. And I yeah. did – when he went through that midseason, when maybe he's still going through it, this is just a one-off. But when he went through the lull, I did just wonder, like, is this guy given, like, 80% because he knows? Like, he's learned that it's a, a marathon and he's just... I mean, you look at Jeff Green out there. That's a vet. Jeff Green <laughs> was not playing hard tonight. <laughs> I don't... Can we say that Jeff Green was playing tonight? <laughs> Jeff Green was not, like... I'm telling you, you watch the game as an outsider like, we, like us, watching on all the fans, watching it on TV. You're so much more nervous and into it. Like, the players tonight, especially how the game went, I feel like Yoke was like, yeah, I knew exactly how this game was going to go. This you is, guys were worried about the game? Like, no, that was... This is the... Uh, it's much more terrifying when you're a passenger in a car phenomenon. So true. We are That's sitting back. Great. We don't know all of the... What's going on with the team? We don't know how Jokic is feeling. All so we true. have is what is presented to us, and it didn't look good for a long time. Uh, it is true, man. That's a great phenomenon. I hate that phenomenon. I hate everybody. When you're hates, yeah, everybody hates it when you're riding. You're like, man, are you because you have no control, right? Yeah, you have control, bro. But if you're driving, you're like, yeah, it's fine. Dude. It's just a car. <laughs> Chill out. Um, all right, Eric. What's your big takeaway? I think my big takeaway tonight was um, the Nuggets look like they're ready to kind of. Take that! I know. It's just a whimsical just, little song. I just, we have I going just push, I push play. For, this is my my is ISO it? song. Yeah. Wow, your ISO song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think the Nuggets look like they're ready to like take that step into the 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 last stretch of the season. It's you know like we saw the guys that looked tired needed rest, got rest. Um, the Nuggets sort of, uh, you know, confusingly. I mean, it, I, Mike Singer 
uh, answered my tweet when I put out a very confused, why in God's name is Boogie not playing? Like, you just see what the bench looks like without him. It's so frustrating. But um, then the starters came back in. The last stint just absolutely crushed the Kings, took care of business. We were ner weren't nervous. Why were we nervous? We shouldn't have been nervous. Um, they just kind of looked like they're... They've reset a little bit, and I, I love that. Like, I kind of like they were kind of playing with their food in a way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that would be my take. Here would be my big takeaway. The Nuggets bench tonight is still all in the negative, other than Austin Rivers, who was yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah. in this game. But but if you look at it, like... I think I know why. Jermichael Green, minus one. Uh, yeah, Bones Highland, a minus seven. Forbes, minus two. And But it didn't matter. Like, we've talked about this. If the bench is just okay, it doesn't matter. Like, and the bench was tonight. They gave up some big runs, but they also had some big runs. Yeah. And, like, when you do that... You really see how good the starters are. And the starters tonight, like we talk about, Yoke, Yoke tonight kind of got beat up by Sabonis in the middle of the game. Quarters two yep. and three. Sabonis got rolling and was taking it to Jokic. Jokic was a plus 17 tonight. The starters still murdered that matchup. And to me, that's the big takeaway is like, it's funny how much this season comes into context a little bit about so much of it was the bench was just terrible. It was so bad that it's disguised everything that's going on. Now that the bench is not terrible... It's like, oh yeah, Denver's winning by 18 points on a night where you're like, they played a B minus game. The bench and the bench, like, was terrible, except for that they also were kind of good sometimes. But they were terrible for stretches. Like, you they just were saw, really good through stretches too, though. But man. I just watched them getting like their deficiencies were on full display. Their the positives were that they can make some shots sometimes. Like yeah. Austin Rivers is a vet. Austin Rivers had a great game tonight. Like, yeah, he uh, he was great defensively. He made some really clutch tough three-point shots um but i watched the bench just get out rebounded i watched los dos verdes be paired together again as the four and five combo on the bench and just get absolutely murdered um but it, you know it, adding the elements back in which turns out maybe just is boogie and potentially zignaji like I mean, would we would, we, would they have won by 40 points? Well, like, I mean, the story tonight for Sacramento was Sabonis. Yes. So does DeMarcus Cousins make a bigger imprint on the rebounding and on just defending him? No question. To me, no. we'll probably find out on Saturday. Yep. But to me, I think there's no question. Sabonis was great tonight. He probably just has like six fewer points, three fewer rebounds, and this game never actually gets close. Yeah, yeah. but even just having a, a Cousins, I think that that like swings – like the you know just maybe a little bit like maybe you get a little bit more mental maybe you get a little bit going on the second unit because right now I don't feel like they had a horrible game in comparison to how they played throughout the entire season so like right now they like they didn't play well they didn't play bad but if they have cousins back that's a big part of their off like just actually their their whole I unit really, right now that's just missing right now which is wild to talk about I just can't get over the fact that I Personally, Eric Weedham am pining so hard for Boogie Cousins. I think I'm over the hump too, to be honest with you. I told you it was t I was the slowest one just because I really did not like Demarcus Cousins. I think I've been the slowest one. I'm 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 over. I'm with you. I'm like, you know what? He's one of us. He's dude. He's one of us. It's 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 over, dude. It's yeah, over. Like, it's over. He is we buried the hatchet. Even though he's not actually technically a nugget. He's actually not. He's actually not part of the team he's currently. <laughs> we could get he a load bomb at any moment. It's like, <laughs> Marcus Cousins joined the Lakers. What the hell is going oh, on? Oh, man, would that suck. That Don't even really say suck. that. Why are you putting that out in the I'm just, I'm just kind of messing here. <laughs> um, the rebounding tonight, though, with that second unit, again, I just don't think it's a long-term problem, but... 
<laughs> Jeff Green was that second unit tonight. He had three total rebounds. Dude, I Jeff just, Green. Uh, 25 minutes, three rebounds. Does right? he need another all-star break? <laughs> he might have been. I'm telling you, he's the vet, though. He's the true vet. Like, he probably did go to Mexico, caught the latest possible plane back. Jeez. You know, like, the guy like didn't sleep at all. <laughs> like, I got back, but I didn't get enough time to sleep. Oh, my God. Um... Jamichael Green, though, going two for two from the three-point line tonight was huge. And I, I actually thought he made up for it. He, too, only had three rebounds, but he battled inside. He drew some fouls, and he knocked down two of arguably two of the biggest shots of the game because they were like, which way is this going to go? And both times he hits it, it goes Denver's way. And also, like, Boogie Cousins is not, like, actually part of the team, but, like, those are the minutes that he's been playing lately. So Jeff Green steps into a position that he used to have, and he looks like himself. Um, knocking down those shots just gives them another option to like you know really have to step out on he's knocking down threes he's battling inside he's defending like the big guys on the other end and just trying to fill that void so not a bad game from him bones highland friend of the show oh man best friend. maybe best, best friend, friend of the, of the show. show wow uh wow Bones Highland, maybe best maybe of the show. fan of the show. Maybe we'll have to wait Bones to see. Highland, might have to wait to see. Number one interview. fan of the show. Number one fan. <laughs> Are we exaggerating? Maybe uh, tonight he had that tough assignment. Look, we we did all predict this one. Like Davion Mitchell's a hell of a defender, man. A hell, turns out a hell of a flopper too. I didn't he's know just, he was a flopper. He's just like a ball of energy, as you said. Yeah, he is. What is he? Who is Davion Mitchell? Davion Mitchell's like a taller Faku. A taller Faku. I can see it. He could shoot better than than a smaller Faku, but. He's just, uh, he's crafty, man, in like obnoxious ways. He's just that he gets into you full court. He turns you like 20 times. Like, tonight, Bones did a good job, I thought, of not, let me how many turnovers he had. He only had one turnover. He did a good job of not turning it over, but Davion Mitchell did a good job of making Bones work like 15 seconds to bring the ball up the court. And that, that was enough. Like it's it, wild. It disrupted it. So while I thought Bones did a good job sort of handling it, it was also a good challenge. Like that was a real challenge for him. Yeah, it definitely disrupted him. Like, I don't think that – I mean, I think Bones uh, did not get the better of that. Uh, Davion sure. definitely got the better of that matchup. Bones was uh, was off. Sure. And I could only look inward. Did I throw him <laughs> Well, My it, interview with Bones. Yeah, do you know what, what would have helped tonight? What's that? Those bone-crushing oh, screens man. from DeMarcus Cousins. Man, that's yeah, I see what you did there. Let's just let let's let's hang for a little, little bit. Listen, <laughs> let that joke. Uh, it wasn't even this. a joke. It was like a <sighs> literal. But that's what it's a bone crushing thing. Um, Great job, Adam. Great job, Davion Mitchell. Like really, <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize how fast he was. Like that dude is, he's lightning quick. Like seriously, he's like, a super and, freak. Man. And also, like I think that that that's why he's he's such a great defender as well. He takes chances. He flops. He already feels like a vet on that side of the ball. And I'm actually like excited to see the type of defender that he's going to become like he's only a rookie and he plays meaningful minutes yeah and and it's all impactful the entire time that he was there like you ask if like if bones felt him the entire time yeah he really didn't give yeah. him anything and that's just the type of player that he is he's flopping he's you know turning you every single way he's physical with you without fouling um, he's in your head. Like, that's that's a really good player. Like, they got them a good player over there. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's, everybody's on the bandwagon now. I'm telling you, this was my guy. I'm telling you, Denver needs a Davion Mitchell. That's their that's their best shooting guard is a guy like that that's literally a cancel out, waste 10 seconds of every defensive possession because he's that good of a defender. Um, why don't we hit a break? On the other side, though, we are going to get into some of the other starters and just kind of talk about the Nuggets, their momentum and everything else. I'm telling you, this game was a telling one to me. 
The Nuggets, this was the most casual win they've had against a team that is like... This was like oddly casual. Oddly casual. I because think. it didn't feel casual for most of it. It felt I'm telling you. irritating. It, no, I'm telling you though, man. It was casual. <laughs> I know. That's, that's like in hindsight, but that, after the break. After the break. <laughs> uh, you guys... What are my favorite new sponsors here? Ivaca TV. Why are they my favorite? Dude. For like a million reasons. They are a local company. Yes. They are bringing us the nuggets. I don't know if you guys heard this, man. Mike Cena, Denver Post, reported this over the weekend. Remember we were all talking about this big summit that Comcast and Altitude was going to get together? Guess what? Finally, it came. first of all, they were like, good news, guys. We're going to have mediation. And then it didn't get through. And then it took forever. So I just look, I am almost at this point rooting for it never to work out. Dude, I'm I, rooting for Avaca TV, who, by the way, we have had a lot of people now say, hey, we switched, been happy with it, and I love it. If you do switch over to Avaca TV, hit us up on Twitter. I want to know. I want to be able to share with this. They are a brand new paradigm solving this problem, providing a bunch of channels, including, of course, Altitude, Sports, and other national channels. Um, and now you can get them right uh, for $25 per month plus, plus Dude, the receiver. I, I would pay $25 a month if it was just the nuggets i know that's what i'm saying i mean basically it is like 25 dollars at vodka tv boom you got altitude tv you've solved your nuggets problem and here's the cool no contracts no hidden fees and the price is locked in for two years so this is not a thing where they rope you in and the next thing you know it's like skyrockets up no two more years you get locked into that absolute rate at&t sports net rocky mountain coming soon Again, this is your sports package. Dude. I'm telling you, Avaca TV is the future. Check them out. They are fantastic. And here's the other thing you didn't know about them. What? I, knew, I thought I knew everything about Avaca TV. <laughs> They're going to be uh, providing some cool stuff for the uh, bus, the party what? bus. March 26th, the party bus. Avaca TV is going to be a sponsor of this. Am I invited no, to this party bus? You're not supposed to know everything, Eric. <laughs> you know, you're not, uh, that's not your job. I know this stuff. Avaca <laughs> TV, check them out. They've been fantastic. I also want to tell you about DraftKings Sportsbook. Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs. 360 windmill good. New customers can bet $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbooks can also do what we do every single pregame show. Single game parlay. Let's Tonight, go, dude. I had a three-leg parlay. I had the Nuggets winning. Hit it. Boom. I had Bryn Forbes making a three. Hit it. Boom. I had Jokic getting 13 rebounds. <laughs> he got 12. He got 12 rebounds. Oh, I feel like I was right, even though I was wrong. So you can buy multiple bets, you get a bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR when you sign up uh, to get that deal. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only, new customers only. $5 minimum deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back here, segment two of the DNVR Nuggets podcast. Want to remind you, of course, that we have Bones Highland on the show tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss it. Two thirty. It will also be in the DNVR Nuggets podcast feed. So if you're a podcast listener, don't worry. We'll have that for you as as well. And also, don't forget, we had some great shows earlier in the week that you can go back and listen to. A lot of good stuff going on, uh, even on off days. Monte Morris tonight had a sneaky great stat line, guys. He was a plus 25, which was second best on the team. 19 points, two rebounds, four assists, one steal, one block shot for Monte, by the way. I love that he got one of everything. But seven of nine from the field. Yeah, and he he also challenged Fox the entire time. That's that's a a player, a type of player, player, like just the the, the archetype of a person. It's also the exact player that always gives him a heart. That really just destroys him every single time. Like he's just super quick, gets to his spots, finishes, and Monte like answered it. 
And and that's coming like Monte's just now coming back from like his injury. He also needed that yep. break desperately because I agree. He came back right before the break and had a pretty good game. And now he's consistent. He's back to scoring the basketball, yeah. which I felt like he went away from. So Dude. for him to go like consistently like score the basketball, but also defend on the other end and give um, De'Aaron Fox just like trouble and different looks. That's just like progression on his end, and it just shows the type of player that Monte really Dude, is right now. Let's recap the last moments that we've known of Monte Morris. He knocks down the game winner to send us into the All Star break, hits that three pointer. Then we see him immediately uh, pictured on a yacht, relaxing, suntanning. You think that they, like he was definitely more refreshed? Like, did you were you on a yacht for this break when you were? When you... I was I was yacht adjacent. Really? Not really. <laughs> you, were not. <laughs> you were definitely not. No, I definitely wasn't. But um, that's can what I, I tell you. Can I tell you how my little trip went? Because I went to Disney World and I was Please? with my in-laws. I'm going to like, complain about my in-laws here. Let's There's this one ride you do. <laughs> it's the Star Wars ride. And it's a screen. And yeah. then you like have the controls, you know, and like yeah. this or that. It, the controls mean very little. Like yeah. they mean very little. Three minutes or four minutes this ride was my in-law screaming at me that I'm not driving this thing correctly. We wow. did like two hours to ride this ride. She's yelling at me for these controls that don't actually do anything. I was so bad. I was so <laughs> livid. So it was, I was not relaxing on the yacht. I was not. If it, people said, hey, Adam, you look refreshed coming back. I'm just happy to be back. Yeah. <laughs> you're, re, you're refreshed that you're back. I'm refreshed that I'm back. But the, the I mean, Monte vibe. Like, they, they've never, have they ever been higher? Like, he, he, we saw him again with Al Harrington. Monte, you <laughs> really love this Al Harrington <laughs> bit about it. I'm just saying though, like truly, like he's really like in a good place. Like that yeah. that shot going into the All Star break was a ama- was amazing. And you're right, actually. I wonder if you do get a little bit of. I'm saying, dude, you he, probably he, do. He sent me into the All Star break with a smile on my face. That's Obviously, so true. the smile dissipated as soon as I realized I didn't get to watch the Nuggets for a week. But all the it, same, it's so true though, man. Like that shot, I wasn't on the show, although I was watching it in my hotel room. A shot like that and a, and a game like that, you have to sit on it for eight days. You yes. miss it, eight days of just like, oh, mm. dude, it you was, make it, you're just like, it was the highest leverage moment of the Nuggets season. We were either going to be elated or devastated with no yeah. room in between. I said that that was the best moment of the, of the season so far because it might have been, man. Because if Monte misses that shot, they lose. You're right. The Aaron it Gordon was. shot, if he hits it, they're just still tied. Or if he misses it, they're still tied. <sighs> yeah, and with them hitting it, it's probably like a pivotal like moment of Monte right now. Like Instead of just like resting throughout the break, he probably worked harder. He's like, hey, I just came off of like you know one of my best games right <laughs> after know. an injury. I'm that guy. He's that to guy, like, dude. I'm going to continue to play well instead of just like cruising. I know that there was a lot of guys that cruised like throughout this uh, like time. I don't think that he was one of those. I guys. think he literally cruised though. He did. No, no. Literally, we he, actually saw a photo. We he see literally, literally cruising. cruising. Well, we see him with water. water. We didn't see him cruising. We it didn't look like water. there was like a you big. You picked like, the one yeah. word. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys just sailed on through the All-Star break. But not Monte. Well, well, well in a minute. <laughs> it's, but it's, I mean, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm just seeing, like, it, seeing guys like that, Monte Morris especially, like the guys that are sort of around the fringe, outside of the obvious Nikola Jokic and sometimes Aaron Gordon core, being able to step up and, like, give you things that you maybe weren't getting for big parts of the season, like, Makes you feel like, all right, like again in purgatory, but we're kind of like trending up a little bit. Like we might need. It's like we're we're gonna be upper lower class. 
<laughs> Sweet. That's, that's great. It's a great place to be. Nice little cul-de-sac. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fresh first. Um, we got to talk some about Yoke. You guys remember uh, Kimbo Slice? Of remember course. R.I.P. Absolutely. R.I.P. I, I actually love Kimbo. Kimbo was like early internet, man. Like it early, early yes. yeah, very, very early internet. The most terrifying image know. I ever saw. Oh, when he punched the dude's eye socket. And it I was didn't like, like that. Terrible. Yeah, that was terrifying. So I'm talking about that specific fight. Because if you remember <laughs> this exact fight, there is a moment in that fight when Kimbo just is like, hit me. And this is another big dude. And the dude just unloads on him while he just takes the shots and then breaks his eye socket. Uh, <laughs> that was Yoke tonight. Yo tonight, yo tonight, like he was so dominant down the stretch that those punches he was taking from Sabonis early, you now in hindsight realize were like he was just like whatever. Go have your fun. I'm I'm sleeping, man. I, I, what is it? Fourth quarter. Okay, watch this. I'm telling you, it was like three minutes. The yoke. It wasn't just yoke. I mean, a lot of, of guys participating, but led mostly by yoke. It just put it put him in the sleeper, man. Yeah, just having those type of moments. Really, like, that's just, like, what Jokic has become. Like, even his bad games are amazing games. And this is not to say he's a bad game, but it's just, like, a game that he's not really trying in. And everyone else is, like, just getting their own and everybody else is scoring. He really understands that in these type of games. Well, Barton scores 31 points in the game, and Jokic kept deferring to him. That's, like, a guy that understands the moment. He could have easily, like, went for 40 in this game if he wanted to, but he's like, all right. We're coming back from the all-star break. The team has everything going. I'm going to take over when I need to. And when he needed to, like late in the fourth quarter, that's when he actually took over. That's when he stepped up. So that's a smart Jokic. He's coming off an all-star break, and he's just like, I'm going to cruise in these type of games. When you guys need me, that's when I'm going to be the best player in the NBA every single time. And, you know, like down the stretch, they're going to need him. So these are not the games that you need. It's true. I still wish. I just want. I just want to watch Jokic dominate. I just want like that game where you can be like, you know, when everybody puts up Embiid stats, getting forty points, fifty points. Like I just want Jokic just never does it. You know, that's the thing. I is, know. Like, Jokic I just doesn't care. I know. I just wish. I wish I could make him care. Like I just want him <laughs> to go out and just murder. Like in the way that we know he can. He can score whenever he wants to. In Man, the most hilarious he, ways. He did have a hilarious one late. Because I like think he got a little hilarious mad. one. This is what I'm talking about though with Sabonis. Because Sabonis was like feeling himself tonight. You know, like right. Sabonis was feeling himself tonight. Yeah. And when Yoke closed the door in the fourth quarter, I do feel like there was a little bit of a like you're you're feeling yourself you thought that was you were you, <laughs> oh you you thought that was the game in the second yeah. quarter because yeah. he had this one like little spin left hook where he kind of threw it like this oh, and it was, it was like nothing but net and he kind of threw it in a way that was like dude it didn't even look like a shot it he, didn't it looked like he was like it's so easy i'm not even gonna shoot this one i'm just gonna just go like that uh-huh. i know why does he do that a bunch like the whole game <laughs> Whatever. He's the freaking best. He's a freak. <laughs> I know. Yoke's he, the freaking best. best. I can't believe it. He also was full cookie monster tonight, man. Full we have cookie four steals. Monster. Four steals, four but he also steals. had out deflections. He probably had tw- 20 deflections. And he baits guys into like making stupid passes or like just passes they don't expect him to go and get. He like sets them up and the guards just still make the pass. Dude, how good is Jokic? <laughs> like, if you want to know how good Jokic is, like. Will Barton was our consensus player of the game. We've talked about Jokic twice as long as him already. <laughs> like, you can't get enough. Like, it's just Well, also, like, him. Barton just had his ninth 30-point game, best game of the season. Jokic yeah, like, had yeah, six fewer good. points anyway, than him. Like, he yeah, just was know, right there. I know. And, and we're mad that he didn't try hard enough to score. <laughs> He's so freaking dominant, He's man. So dominant. Jokic is hilariously dominant. He yeah. really is, man. I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> 
He really is to the point, too. You know, the great ones had this, like Kobe and Jordan and like the great scores. When I say the great ones, I mean the great scores, yeah. which Jokic is a great score. Where it's like it doesn't really matter what happened in the first three quarters. You're like, let's just wait and see. And this, that was total yoke tonight. It's like, I can't tell. Does he have it tonight? He's like, oh yeah, he totally has it. Oh, he always has yeah, it. Yeah, he just he did. He he has it. Um, uh, so I thought that was that, that was really uh, good stuff. What else we have? Anything else from this game? Let's think about this game as a unit. So uh, well, what else was of note? So Eric oh, actually, started I off really well. I have something for you. I have something for you. Tonight was Michael Malone's 300th yes. win. Yes. 300th win. And, uh, like, honestly, a big milestone. Michael Malone talked about this before the game. And I don't remember. I was on the call, but I don't. I didn't know. Sometimes you can't hear the questions that are being asked. I don't know if he was being asked about winning 300 or if it was about being back in Sacramento. But he made the point that it's really rare for any coach to stick around seven years. If, like, you go through and say what percentage of coaches last seven years at one place, it's probably... 5%, 10%, it's a really low number. Most coaches fail within their first five years, most within like two or three. Oh, for sure. Um, for him to be at 300, striking distance of George Carl and and Doug Mo, like at this point, we can actually say, hey, there's a chance he, he catches old, you know, Doug Mo, who's the winningest coach in, in Nuggets franchise history. It's like, it's, wild. it's not that unfathomable now at this point that he could get there, especially when you think that Denver should be a 50-plus win team yeah, every mean, year going forward. I mean, not without mentioning that it's with Nikola Jokic. Uh, well, I so mean, of course. No, I know, but I'm saying like, uh, you know, and, and why has he been here for seven years? Why does he continue to stay on? Because they've increased their win total every single year. The Nuggets have gotten better and better and better under Michael Malone, uh, regardless of how frustrating his rotations can be at times, regardless of whether or not we think he calls the right time out at the right time. Like right. The, He's just got something bigger cooking when it comes to this team. He sometimes will push the wrong buttons, but in like – in the larger macro, like he's absolutely figured out how to construct the right culture, the right locker room, empower the right player, players, Nikola Jokic especially, yeah. and allowed, uh, you know, what you can tell to be like a really positive locker room. Like whenever we see shots of them awarding the defensive player of the game, it's always hilarious. Yeah. Everybody's laughing. Like, I mean, I you know, I've obviously I've never been in an NBA locker room, but I I've heard tale that they're not always so joyous. They, they're, <laughs> oftentimes, there's they're they're sort of run by ego, and um, it's just not something you see. Here's what's crazy: at 300, Doug Moe record 432, so he's 132 off now of Doug Moe. 50 win season, you average. Let's say I think Denver at least gets 50 wins the next two. Knock on wood, next two seasons, and maybe another 20, 30. Uh, you know, like three seasons. I think three seasons. If he stays for three seasons, he will pass that record. So, wild. Dev, does he get to 433? I think he does. Wow. I, I think he does get there just because, like, we've we've seen his maturation process. We've seen, like, it's been really rocky for him at times, and that was early on, and he even alluded to that in the, the, the pregame where he's like, hey, they could have easily gotten rid of me at, you know, game 82. Right. Um, he's got through those moments. He's got through that rough patch because now, like, the Nuggets are on the up and up. Eric just talked about it. Every year they've progressed in every single way. And also, Malone has progressed every single year. Like, the same things that you were frustrated about three, four years ago, he's not doing those same things. It's just different things, but he's adding to those type of things. But also, you, you know that the wins are coming. 
You know that the team is getting better. You know that his star players, all of them, enjoy having him as their coach. Yeah. And I think that I like noticed that most now with Jamal Murray on the sideline. Like as as a, when they were playing together, there was just times that he would take him out, and I'd be like, "Hey, I wonder if there's something there." But now that uh, they had the time that they're really not, you know, together, they talk about like that that type of um, bond that they have and yeah. how much it is. And I think that all the players have that for him. You don't hear those negative uh, like stories and situations from him. And also, you could tell like even though he does call out like front office of like, "Hey, I really want this guy." Wink, wink. He stays out of those type of things. And I think that that's a lot different where you're not using the media and you're not using those times to actually, like, force any hands. So I think that front office likes him, teammates like him, um, fan base is starting to come around to him. So, yeah, I think he gets there. The only way he doesn't get there is that, like, the, the fact that expectation has now risen, the win totals have risen every season – if he takes like serious steps back with the players intact in the playoffs, that, in the I mean, playoffs, in the playoffs is the key there. Yes, if it if we have like two first round exits in a row, like yeah, then yeah. There, then we get into dicey territory. Right. We've seen Josh Kroenke come in and after making the playoffs for ten straight years, George Carl was, uh, you know, he was let go after winning Coach of the Year. So nobody's safe um, when it comes to like actual expectation, but. You know, at this point, like it, it seems plausible. I do think the point, though, you're making is the important one here, which is that at this, you know, th this year is a bit of a free roll because of the injuries yes. or this or that. But going forward, like the expectations go sky high, yes. and you can you talk about a first round exit, yeah, a second round exit to a team that people think you should beat. That also sort of counts to yes. the. At some point, you get to the. Is he the guy that's going to get us over the hump, or is he the guy that got us here? And that's why. We can sit here and say three more seasons, they'll do it because they're going to be good, but you just never know, man. You just never know. But no. 300 is a hell of a milestone. Easily now, in my opinion, the the on the Mount Rushmore, I mean, we talked about this before, but Doug Moe, Larry Brown, George Carl were locks. I think Michael Malone's now a lock as the fourth one. The, the closest competitor to him would be Dan Issel, who had two stints, but right. I think he already has more wins than Dan Issel. And be honest... Significantly better eras than Dennis as yeah. well. So when Michael Malone is carved into the side of the mountain, is it is he carved with or without hair? I think with uh, with. Okay. He looks a lot better with hair. I mean, I agree. I just it's, it's probably less, it's probably easier to carve. It is hair. easier to carve. Yeah, you leave more <laughs> rock there. So uh, we'll take another break. On the other side, we're hoping Harrison will be able to join us. Uh, we'll re get to your super chats and we'll go around the association. Oh, the, around the association gets more and more important the later we get in the season. Guys. Does it? It really they will. It really does, Eric. Does it? <laughs> does it? Uh, really does. <laughs> Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. Do you guys know one of the many perks you get from being a DNVR member? Tall beers at the DNVR bar. Yeah. So it's really a Breckenridge Brewery special you get because we have eight Breck brews on tap, including the Vanilla Porter Jr. We yum, got yum, the Mile yum. High City Copper Locker. We got the Strawberry Sky. Uh, we got the Avalanche Amber, which this time of year, this is it's an Avalanche Amber type of year, if we're being honest. This time of year, this time of year. Well, who's being honest? A vanilla, nobody. Vanilla Porter <laughs> Jr. also, it's also that time of year. It Maybe is. it's... It's back? Maybe Vanilla Porter Jr. is... is back? It's Vanilla <laughs> Porter Jr. season. I'm not reporting anything. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's why I can't wait, man. Uh, so check them out. Breckenridge Brewery also has uh, the Seltzies. Lemonades and, and hard lemonades and also, salty, but, so all kinds of good stuff. Uh, but just to, to tell you, like our bartender Darren is from Philadelphia. Don't order a seltzer. Why? I mean, he'll do, judge you. No, order a seltzer. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think he likes a cutesy. 
It uh, says Seltzy in here. Is it not well, a Seltzy? I mean, they're, no, they're called Seltzers. Oh. I mean, I think we all lovingly refer to them as Seltzies. Right, do whatever you want. Yeah, I'll do, yeah, you call do whatever them you want. Some people do call water Wawa. Yeah. So long as it breaks your drinks, it happens, man. Do whatever you want, dude. Also, if you guys hit up a, you know, they are our beer partner. If you guys uh, go to the store, grab a, grab one, grab a six-pack, grab a 12 or whatever it is, snap a photo, let us know, let your friends know. Chevalier Mortgage, this one's near and dear to me, guys. www.dnvrmortgage.com. That is the website you're going to want to go to to talk to Michael and Virginia Chevalier to get started on the path to home ownership. If you don't know if you're a first-time home buyer, it's not as hard or as intimidating as you think. It will probably be the best investment you make in your life, and it can be just a phone call away. Whether you're qualified now or not, you can call them and get started on it. Say, hey, I don't know if I'm qualified. I got this job. Here's what I got. They'll help you through the entire process. If you have bought homes before, maybe you're looking to refinance or you're wanting to know, hey, how much equity do I have in my home? Can I do, let, to do this? Make Chevalier Mortgage your home for all of those things. They're absolutely fantastic. Customer service first. And then again, it's always nice. We create, we always call it the DMVR family. Like, we have the DNVR Cinematic Universe as well. Mike the and DCU? The DCU. Uh, Mike and Virginia <laughs> Chevalier, they are your resource there. So they're friendly. Uh, they're very approachable. They'll answer all your questions. And then best of all, you already know you have one thing in common with them. You're a DNVR fan uh, and a Denver sports fan. So you want to hit them that. up. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Let's go. All right. We got some super chat scale. The people super chatting tonight on this late night. Oh, am I supposed to read? All right, here we go. <laughs> I believe this is the only. Leonard P says, I believe this is the only, only the fourth time a Nugget other than Jokic scored 30 in a game this season. Just goes to show how much of a load Jokic carries. That's a wild stat, man. It is ridiculous. I mean, he usually has Jamal Murray or Michael right. Jr. who could go off at those times. Also, we just talked about um, on the show that. Well, Barton, you know, he's only had like one a, a season of those right. type of games. Um, and the other time that he had that, <clears throat> Jokic was not there. But that is a great observation. It does to go to the show that Jokic, especially when he's leading them in so many different ways, that he can't take those type of nights off. So for him to get it, that's like a that's a, a welcomed like uh, big game from him. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a really I'm, as I'm, as we're doing this, I want to look up and see how frequently this has happened. Like for for different teams, like how many how many times have the Lakers had a player score that many points or what have you? You know, like I imagine there's two or three or four teams out there that don't have it. But I mean, when we look back at this season, it's like the amount of work that Nikola Jokic has personally had to put in to keep the, get Nuggets even to the sixth seed. Versus, I mean, it's been talked about a lot leading up to this, just how little he is getting from his supporting cast, specifically the bench where every time he's off the floor, essentially they're the worst team in NBA history. Right. And every time he's on the court, they're the best team in NBA history, um, which seems weird to watch. But, um, you know, I, I just know that looking back, we're, we're just going to laugh at how absurd this goddamn season was. It was extremely absurd. I'm looking at this, you man. It's actually Jokic only has two 30-point games this year. Is that right? That seems kind of low. It does. So pretty wild. Pretty wild. All right. What else we got? Dope. Dope. Uh, James says, Malone nailing rotations. It's encouraging, but it's a double-edged sword with stars returning. Bought the jacket after seeing Dev Rocket. <laughs> Nug drip. Nug drip. <laughs> Nug drip. Baby. You are so influential, man. Everybody loves you. Like, honestly, we get. if you ever go back and read the comments, 
Half of them about Dev's clothing. Well, you know what? Uh, I made half of the people's clothing, so. Yeah. Not Dev. Dev never wears You're your clothes. You're actually right about that. <laughs> you know what? Notice Dev <laughs> on, never on. wears Fuck your clothing. You, wow. <laughs> Man. Man, that's crazy. I love your shirt. <laughs> I love them. I go to the gym in them. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> my sweat. God. I'll They're start great to sleep in. I'm going to start like, working uh, the Patriots. I went, to the, I went to the gym yesterday, and a guy, like, stopped me, and he's like, I kind of actually stopped him. He had a DMVR shirt on, and I was like, hey, do you watch that? And he was like, you're down. <laughs> I was like, yeah. That's he's like, do you have this shirt? Uh, I said, no. That's the <laughs> that is the thirstiest story I've ever heard in my entire life. It happened. You stopped someone looking for a compliment? <laughs> well, he had a DMVR shirt on. All right. Yeah, Dev's just being friendly, man. It, what it really was was a flex that he goes to the gym. That was the real point of that story. <laughs> he's like, I was doing curls and I was up to a hundred and I saw a guy walking yeah, by. I stopped I at uh, two hundred and ninety-six, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I saw this guy. All right, what else we got? DJ says certain Nuggets media slandering Jokic, passive-aggressive crap all year since win against dumpster fire Blazers should stick to imaginary defensive numbers such as. Charges, Charges taken. taken. I, the funny thing is, I don't even know who this is being taken a shot at. I Nuggets media. Nuggets media. Wait, isn't it, it us? No, no, it can't on, be us. But it I has to understand. Certain Nuggets media. So he wouldn't tell I'll us. Harrison. Let's try. And, I'll bet it's Harrison. No, let's, let's try and shit about Harrison. Who <laughs> who uses defensive <laughs> charges taken? Uh, no, I'm going Blackburn. Screw you, Blackburn. Oh come on. <laughs> well, I'm just guessing. I'm not guy. Uh, anyway, yeah, screw the rest of the Nuggets media. There's only one Nuggets media here in town. It's DNVR Nuggets. All right, what else we got? Tyler says, it's good to be back. Let's love go. it here and love celebrating with the DNVR fam. Jeevily indeed, Tyler. Hey, guess what I'm bringing in Saturday, boys? Guess what I'm bringing in Saturday? Uh, a bad attitude. Uh, well, <laughs> I am bringing that for all of us. We are all going to have it when I bring in this new Rakia. I found a new one. I got two of the honeys, which are the fantastic one, but I got a new one. It's from Serbia. It's, it looks terrible. I'm not going to lie. It's like a, a, it's like the color of Dev's shirt, the yellow there. It's like a real, the hydrated looking yellow. Sounds like, uh, sounds like Nuggets drip. It does sound like Nuggets drip. All right, let's go around the association, shall we, Kill? Oh man! Oh, Every time man. I see that graphic, I, a tear gets brought to my eye. Um, we've got. The Warriors destroying the Trailblazers. The poor Trailblazers, I thought, man. Well, they, they were on a winning streak. They beat uh, Milwaukee. They beat – who else did they beat? They had, like, yeah. two, like, really, like, surprisingly good wins. So maybe they're not better without C.J. McCollum. Steph had 14 assists tonight, which is an awful lot. That's a very high number of assists. Can I tell you guys the guy that I think is – I'm gonna give. I'm going to give an unpopular opinion here, unpopular NBA opinion. Dev, I'm really curious to hear your take on this. <sighs> You know who I think is the most overrated player in the NBA? In the whole NBA. Well, I'm just throwing this off the cuff. Okay, come on. Anthony Simons. I don't think this dude's a player. Like, every time I'm on the timeline, people are raving about how good he is. Meanwhile, they lose by 40 every time he plays. And I just, like, he's a chucker. He is a chucker. I don't like I don't like his game at all. Yeah, he, he reminds me of older Jalen Green, who, as you know, <laughs> he kinda, yeah. I hate. Yeah. <laughs> I you, think that the guy is really, really good. Even in this game, look. They have minus 39, 28, minus 27, minus 26. He's a minus 11. Oh, that's good. <laughs> hey, yeah, minus that's 11. guy that he is. No, but really, I think that he's really good. I do. I, I, I think that he, he. Where does he fit into a championship team? On the bench. As, as a as a second option. I think he's what? a second option type of guy. So you pair him with Yoke. We got, we're, boom, we got it. Yes. Oh, my God. He's a scorer. Like, he really can score. He's, he's a good player. Like, 
we we think that with Jamal Murray. I don't even know what to say right now. I th- I think he's like I think he's, he's like Jamal Murray. I think so. And people like Dev. They say nice things about him in the chat. Yeah, I don't get I, it, man. I, I don't understand. They stop him in the gym. No, like, he hey, stops them me. in the gym. That's yeah. true. He stops <laughs> them in the gym. I want to make sure that they're seeing <laughs> Eric's cool shirts. I'll tell you another thing that annoyed me on the timeline. Man, we're just having a – this has been a great show, but the uh, around the associations are real downer today. What are you saying, we? This is driven by you. It is driven by me. <laughs> Phoenix beats the Thunder 124 to 104. Uh, I saw the timeline tonight. Chris Paul's out. Everybody going, oh, man, thought you guys said we wouldn't let- – it was the Thunder. Yeah, you know what I mean? They beat the Thunder. And they, they, they're they, they they're t- like doing the victory lap of like, look, man, we didn't need Chris Paul. They took down uh, Josh Giddy. They, they did. did take down Josh Giddy tonight, which is not, not that impressive. This one's a big one. The Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies 119-114. That's a big one, man. I had because when we talk about the Nuggets in the standings, three games up in the loss column on Minnesota, this was one of those games I looked at and I'm like, I think, I think the Timberwolves will lose this one. They didn't. They won. <laughs> so now they have tomorrow night, though. They do Ugh. play the 76ers. Talk about talk, talk about a real Sophie's choice. Tomorrow night, who are you going for? The 76ers, because it would be a Timberwolves loss. Yeah. Or are you going for James Harden and Joel Embiid? I am not going for anybody in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to acknowledge. What do you want to happen? I mean, I don't know. Like all, You're right. This is a lot of Sophie's choice. I don't. I want every team that's not the Nuggets to lose every single game. I don't like when any uh, team succeeds. I don't. I don't care. Where's your heart at, Dev? Uh, I'm. I'm going to root for uh, the better team, Sixers, in that type of game. It's just them coming back. I really don't care for it. But also, I think that they're in the West. I want them to lose games. I just like when they lose games, and it it elevates the Nuggets. So if you listen to Tuesday's show. I had my guy Fast Break Breakfast, a.k.a. Keith Parrish, on, and he predicted that the Grizzlies would be the two seed. And he actually sold me on it. But this game, you know, this was one of those ones, like, they got to win a couple that they're not supposed to. This was one of them. Yep. So now their odds of being the three seed actually go up a meaningful amount. And Denver, you know, sitting in the six seed at the moment, that's kind of the matchup you want. I think Golden State would be a little bit tougher. So just kind of early kind of early looking at this. By the way, D'Angelo Russell had 37 points, nine assists, um, went off. The Chicago Bulls, the story of the season, DeMar DeRozan. Really, man, I saw this on the time. He had 37 tonight. He had another game winner. This is like he's on a game-winning tour. I don't. I can't think of another player who has had his reputation change so much yeah. on his third team slash at age 32. Like, DeMar DeRozan, this has been the best year for his legacy or whatever, no how we'll think about him. And it's like he was – first, he was a package deal – in Toronto, is he and Kyle Lowry? The two were never spoken about separately. It was always just the two yeah. of them. They couldn't get it done. They were but they were Dame and CJ. Right. He gets they kind of were yeah. Yeah, he gets shipped off. Toronto then wins the championship without him. And he's like, everyone feels bad for him. He goes to San Antonio. The Nuggets beat them. It's like yeah. terrible. He didn't look good in San Antonio. I'm actually so surprised by this. I can't even really wrap my head around it. It's cool though. I like the Rosen man. Yeah, he's a guy that you have to like root for, and he plays the right way, like, and just different. Like, he really just stuck to who he was, like mid-range shots and just destroying people with like, you know, like we I always say the cone drill like type of players. He's a cone drill legend. I know he's just destroying people out there, and he's also doing it on on the um, court as well. Like for him to have a change of scenery and just play um, at this level, like that, just good for him. Good for him. 
Um, next game we've got the Nets lose to the Celtics. Man, this is tough, man. The Celtics are the best team in basketball right now. If you did like a recency, and when I say recency, I mean like since January 1st. Celtics are the best team somehow. <laughs> They're the weirdest thing. <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere, Brendan Vote is rolling over in his grave. Uh, man, there's no. Is you think Vote was watching now? There's no way, huh? No, no chance. Way, no oh, chance. you kidding? Uh, no chance. Vote. If you put one letter in the chat, I will pay you a hundred dollars. Uh, and then lastly, the Pistons beat the Cavs. What the hell? How did that happen? The Pistons beat the dude. I don't know. The Pistons beat the did the Cavs now. The poor Cavs, you know how this is going to shake. You know exactly how this is going to shake. The Cavs have been the Cinderella story all year. They're going to end up the seven seed. For They're sure. going to like just fall apart at the very end, miss the play-in somehow. Yeah, I don't think they have a point guard at all right now, though. I think that's what the issue is for the Cavs. The Cavs right now are the five seed, and they are, oh, my God, they are one loss away from the play-in. Poor Cavs. I'm yeah. telling you, it's going to happen. They're going to be in. Guess who they're going to play in the play-in? The Brooklyn Nets. Oh, okay, boy. so that's one loss. Let's go to the next round. They're going to have Charlotte or Atlanta. Atlanta's kind of streaking right now. Poor Cavs. What if it happens? <laughs> Cinderella season last week, fall into the play-in, then get destroyed. My Cavs, man. Your, your Cavs. You're, gonna are you ta- you're talking about your, your Cavs. No, right? my Cavs. Oh, not what we're, not what we're my seeing. My Cavs are also pretty special. <laughs> well, we uh, tried to wait as much as we can. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on in SAC. Uh, apparently, I was told they're staying the night in SAC, which is not usually a stay-the-night city. But I think it's different this year. With teams trying to get guys like more nights of sleep, like full nights of sleep and rest for health reasons. So I think you're staying over more places that you wouldn't. How weird. Yeah. That's anyways. Strange. Anyways. All right. Well, they were in no rush to get out of the gym. <laughs> anyways. So did you hear from any players? No, we heard from Michael Malone. And I thought he had some really good stuff about winning the, his 300th game. Uh, okay. Nikola Jokic gave him the game ball after said some nice words i saw in a video the nuggets social account tweeted out Jokic was like i'm happy you got it here in sack because they fired you but you've been good to us so congrats and he gave him the game ball it was, it was a nice little moment and then michael malone goes look this is a tough business i got fired in my first job i've seen my father get fired this business is not for the weak-minded to have ownership continue to believe in me means the world to me and my family and then he said here's the 300 more I love it. Yeah, it was I great. I love it, man. We were debating earlier. So he's 132 away from Doug Moe. Yeah. Which I just, I almost thought never, just maybe never be passed. 50 games a season? That's a season, two, two and a half seasons. Can he pass him? It probably depends on how long Nikola Jokic plays for, you know? <laughs> Jokic I is, think he's going to play for three more seasons. Yeah. Well, I, I think, think he re- he's definitely going to pass. I think him. he retires. Early. I think he retires young, but as in like thirty-three or thirty-four, not yeah. twenty-nine. If that's the case, I think he passes him. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Michael Malone also said, like they obviously got terrific games from Will Monte. He said Jamichael Green was great. Uh, he also said he thought Austin Rivers was great tonight. I called Austin Rivers the unsung hero of the game tonight. You did. Yes. On the Zoom. <laughs> On Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a quote here on Twitter. <laughs> Summer saying. Uh, great defense on De'Aaron Fox, I thought, and he got the defensive player of the game chain yeah. for those efforts. There you go. Austin Rivers. That's solid stuff, man. I like it. Uh, and then he also shouted at Will Barton. He said the break was good to Will, as it was to all the guys. Will was not great in Golden State, but was well-rested and, and played well tonight. Love it. And then on Bones Highland... Malone goes, as we used to say, 
Uh, Davion Mitchell was in Bones' jockstrap the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He felt him. Yeah. Uh, but then he said, like, this is a learning opportunity <laughs> for him. That part got a little him. weird, that, fo- that follow-up, the felt yeah, the, part after the, the draft. The, the extended metaphor on that yeah, was a little rough. One metaphor was enough. I got to give you the direct quote. I mean, okay, I got right. it. But then he said this is a learning opportunity for him to go up against a defender like Davion Mitchell. Man, me and Michael Malone are like the same person. I can't believe it. It's so crazy. Yeah. Made that very point right here. Exactly <laughs> I, I bet you did. Yeah, great, great point. Great point. It's like we watched the same game. <laughs> it's amazing. That's all I got. That's all you got. Well, that was fruitful. Um, that was a fun one. Do you have any big takeaways before we get out of here Just that you wanted to share? Look, um, I didn't like want to make it a bold prediction, but I was thinking in the back of my head that the Nuggets could rattle off six straight wins to uh, open the post-All-Star break Wait, stretch. Is this, is this still 2.0? No, this is Nuggets no, 3.0. No, 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 no. We're past 2.0. What? How they, many versions are we gonna have? Yo, they had two point oh. They had that like 0. devastating like three no. game no, losing streak. Yeah. This is Nuggets two point oh. I, I think there's gotta be some like two point five maybe. <laughs> two point five. Not quite three point oh. But I think you know a nine game winning streak is kind of on the table. They're gonna be favored in these next five games. They got a sneaky tough game tonight out of the way against Sack. So we'll see. Alrighty, there you have it. Cue that outro music, Kale. Thanks, everybody, for riding with us once again. Don't forget, as I have said, tomorrow at 2.30, our interview with Bones Highland, me and D-Line right there. D-Line mostly giggled. although I couldn't help it. Listen, <laughs> listen, I already know that people are like, God, why, why were you giggling the whole time? I was filled with, I was filled with real joy. <laughs> if you want to see a 40-year-old man filled with real joy, watch me talk to Bones Highland. Uh, that'll air tomorrow. It'll also be in podcast form, which, by the way, if you're listening to this as a podcast or if you're watching us at home and you just want to do us a huge solid, the best thing, one of the best things you could do for us, open up your Apple Podcast app, leave us a five-star rating and review, and say some nice words about there so when other people are perusing, looking for podcasts, yeah, they know that this is the place to go for Denver Nuggets coverage. Thanks, everybody. Don't forget Party Bus March 26th. We'll see you guys next time. Let's go.